From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Kiss FM. It is Ryan Seacrest with you. We've got Patty. We've got Tanya. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening. So if you're getting ready to go, when the sun rises, mostly sunny, highs around 70, around 80s inland. You actually do have to check the weather. It's been so hot, then cold, then windy. You don't know what what each day is going to present. Hillary Duff posted the funniest thing on Instagram the other day. I have to pull it up because I want to get it exactly right because it was so spot on with the weather here in L.A. She said... Welcome to California. Winter is at 6 a.m. Spring is at 10 a.m. Summer is at 2 p.m. And fall is around 4.30. Dress accordingly. Mm, it's very true. I yeah. was outdoors uh, a couple of days ago in on the Sunset Strip. We were shooting the American Idol auditions, and it was freezing. You know, mm-hmm. the, the camera operators were coming with beanies and Patagonias, and we were hunkering down for winter uh-huh. in the middle of the day. Uh, all right. Have you ever walked? You ever walked the Sunset Strip? Oh, I mean, back no, no, in the day. No, no, like like West Hollywood, like where they put up those, like across from Sushi Park, all right, like La Cienega area, where the Rumble yeah. is, and those new buildings they put up, the uh-huh, one and the like, addition and all yeah. that. Oh, the addition. I yeah, I want to go there. I've never been to the addition. Neither. But it looks the driveway looks really cool. Cool. So I walked from the one hotel where we were shooting down past Rumble into the Sunset Plaza area. I crossed Uh-oh. the street at the crosswalk and went to the, it's not the butcher's daughter. Is it the butcher's baker? Is the butcher's baker and the butcher's daughter, are they the same restaurant? Are they the same people? Isn't butcher's daughter in Venice? Don't, can someone who has uh, Wi-Fi Google it? No one knows butcher's, anything here. It's called the, the butcher, but, the baker, the cappuccino maker. Uh, is oh. it related to the butcher's daughter? <laughs> I don't believe so. Well, I was wow. confused. I thought butcher they were the, the same baker place. married to the cappuccino's daughter? No, Butcher the Baker, the Cappuccino Maker. Is that right, Mark? Yes. Butcher the Baker and the Cappuccino Maker. It's a play on something. Butcher the Baker, the Candlestick Maker. Anyway, walk down and uh, just, it is funny. Like, in L.A., we drive everywhere. But Mm -hmm. if you had, like, downtime between things, and I was like, I'm going to walk the strip and look in every window. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stop at the Butcher and the Baker and not the Candlestick Maker, but the Cappuccino Maker place. And did it like? Did you feel alive? Did you feel invigorated? Actually, by the time I got my order, they called me back to start working again, so I had to get it to go. Oh no! Oh well. Dodgers Braves game four tonight, five oh eight Dodger Stadium. You can watch it on TBS. Listen on AM five seventy LA Sports. You know TBS carries the Braves. Has carried the Braves forever. I used to watch the Braves on Superstation TBS as a kid. No matter where you traveled, you still get to watch the Atlanta Braves. And that was the first baseball team I ever saw, first professional baseball team I ever saw. Of course, the Dodgers now facing off against them. And, uh, you know. Do you feel like you're battling yourself? Now, Patty, did she, was that Tanya that just asked me, do I feel like I'm battling myself? Yeah, that it, that's sure Tanya. Could you elaborate? Well, it feels kind of like um, significant, if you would say, but it's the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta is where you grew up. That's your roots. Yeah. L.A. Dodgers, that's where you are now. That's where you formed your, your career and your path and your passion. So it's almost like the old you is battling the new you. Wow, that's so symbolic, using MLB and, and you, you and and one yeah. and, and, and me. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't feel that. 
Oh. I think if I were in Atlanta, I mm. would feel that more, right? If I were living there. I live here. But I you're live from here. there. That's where your root that's where I know. you were like I know. if you were a plant, that's where your your roots were were fertilized. No, my roots have not been fertilized yet. Okay. Have we, haven't we talked about this? You know, when Mexico and the US play together or against each other in soccer, like I get a feeling like it's like I don't know who to root for and it's kind of challenging. You don't get that feeling? Now that you guys have brought it up, <laughs> yes, I do. I I now feel completely uncomfortable with this face-off between the Braves and the Dodgers. It's but poetic. there's more excitement. There's more excitement because we're L.A. If mm-hmm. the Dodgers pull this off, there's more excitement for us here. And all yeah. of my friends are like diehard bluers, diehard bluers. I think a lot that of people listening. A lot. All right. Well, <laughs> football is my sport. Like I played it, so I really can talk shop right. there. Right, so right. I'm like I'm course, way about these Rams right now. Chargers Rams, but the Rams are on one. Hey, Mark. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> What's so funny? I just can't wait to see what you're gonna say. <laughs> Have an idea. I've not. No, I'd like to talk to the coach of the Rams. This guy, course, yeah. Sean McVay, is from Atlanta. Speaking mm-hmm. of, grew up down the street from me. And he's on one. Will he? Do they, does he do pressed or when he's on one, or is it like bad luck? Well, we'll we'll reach out for sure. That's a great one. I was on a call yesterday about somebody we might get to talk local football. Look at you taking oh. these. Yeah, I'm glad. Glad you're taking those calls. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Okay, we have your morning hack coming up. The morning hack. If you're looking for a job, we recently told you three things to leave off your cover letter. At six fifty-five, three things you should not include in your resume. I'll tell you about that. Patty, let me take a moment to acknowledge your new podcast. Oh, yes. What can you tell us? Yeah, so it is work in progress right now. iHeart and I are working on a podcast uh, that is going to You're examine. You're developing one. Developing one. Yeah. Uh, we're in pre-production right now, and it's going to examine what happened to the children of parents who received amnesty in 1986. And tell me why you pinpointed that. I am a child of that product. I am a child of parents who received amnesty in 1986. And I believe those 3 million individuals that received amnesty have changed what we know of our country Today. The makeup of our country, the decisions exactly. of our country, the direction of our country, the the goodness of our country. When you talk, when, you know, when you when you talk about the Latino community and you talk about, you know, the their purchasing power, their voting power. When you talk about how one in four children across the country, school age kids, are Latino, you ask yourself, well, where did this come from? And we're tying it all back to That's a great idea. Now, you're looking for those stories. So if you're listening and you are or know someone that fits that narrative, at Patty Rodriguez, right? DM you at Patty Rodriguez on Instagram, yeah? Yes, send me your That's information. We'll love to be able to share your story on this podcast. And you, as the ringleader here, a great story of success. And mm-hmm. there are so many. I mean, I can't, even wait to hear, I can't wait to hear what you find out. You're going to find out, I'm sure, some very emotional and compelling stories. Mm-hmm.
Now, your resume, okay, if you're submitting resumes, your resume is the first impression. Recruiters look at each resume for an average of seven seconds. Can you believe that? It's just a quick glance. Sometimes it's all about the font. If the font is wrong, you get passed on. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah, I'm telling you, some resumes that the font is not easy and it's not laid out in a good format, an outline form, whatever format, it, it they get passed on. So you need to cut out the stuff that's not helping you. Do not include things they say. This is what professionals say. Don't include things like your mailing address. They just want a number or an email. That's it, simple, clean. And make the email easy. Make the email address easy. Don't make it right. a complicated email address if you can Irrelevant employment history. You think it's impressive to have so much work experience, but just taking up space that you don't need it. Get Edit, edit, edit. Ruthless. In the words of Colin Cowie, whom we've had on the show, ruthless editing. Now, references available upon request. Look, if they want references, they're going to ask for references. You only say upon request. Oh, so just take that out? Take it out. Take it out. Mm, okay. Today's quote. Kissfm.com. Keyword, Ryan, if you want to submit one. Here it is. Never forget who helped you out while everyone else was making excuses. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get to the headlines in for Sissini's Tanya. Tanya, what's happening? Children ages 5 to 11 will soon be able to get a COVID-19 shot at their pediatrician's office, local pharmacy, and possibly even their school, the White House said as it detailed plans for the expected authorization of the Pfizer shot for younger children in a matter of weeks. Within hours of formal approval expected in early November, doses will begin shipping to providers across the country. The major backlog of container ships at the ports of L.A. and Long Beach is the worst it's ever been with 100 ships waiting to enter and unload. There would typically be about 17 ships at anchor in pre-pandemic times. Do you work at the ports? Are you a truck driver affected by the backup? We would love to talk to you. Call us right now, 800-520-1027. And the Dodgers take on the Braves in Game 4 tonight at Dodger Stadium after a huge come-from-behind win last night. They were down 5-2 and then... Cody Bellinger came up with two runners on. One ball, two strikes. And a pitch to Bellinger. And a fly ball to right center field. It's well hit, and it is gone. A three-run home run for Bellinger. We've got a new game. It's tied at five on a one-two pitch. Bellinger hits it out. 6-5 the final, and the Dodgers try to even it up tonight at 5-0-8. Hear it all on AM570 LA Sports. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Now, podcasting, it's on demand. It's you get it when you want it, and it talks about they, the podcast, talk about people on talk about things that are of your interest, your interests, you know, niche interests. The radio show is different. This is like all unfolding now. It's kind of a plug into minute by minute of what's in media and what's going on and what's happening in Southern California and the country around the world. And there's just like, it's interesting because I listen to podcasts and then I hear myself talk and there's a different pace to it. Isn't there? For sure. Like, are you guys, are you, Tony, do you have a different cadence? You do when you're on your podcast because it's not oh, yeah. breaking news. is not like things aren't just like right now. Something's coming off the printer. I pull it up. I want to know what it is. Something's happening. I don't know what it is yet. But oh, that wow, wouldn't, wow. you wouldn't be doing a podcast and suddenly be coming in hot, right? No. no. All right, I'm going to tell you what's coming in hot. Oh, that's who we're about to talk to. Well, how about this? This came in timely. Mm. Marissa Mize is on the phone. I just was handed a sheet about who she is. So let me read it. 
Glasses are going on, baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, TikTok. Uh, Marissa Mize on TikTok. Marissa, good morning. Hi, good morning. So let's see. Marissa Mize on TikTok. Great thing about TikTok is you don't have to learn a dance. I know this. I don't have to learn a dance to post something. I don't know. Right. Marissa, I don't know if you've seen my uh, almost viral TikToks recently. I, I have not. I need to go look them up now. Yeah, you and the rest of America have not, but I'm working on them. I got a new one in I've the queue. Them. There's a new one oh. in the queue coming. Yeah, I'm going to debut a new one. That's oh, my cooking class. Oh. oh okay. uh, well, don't sound so enthusiastic. Sorry, Tanya. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, let's talk to Marissa. Let's put a pin in that and then come back to it. Can All we do right, that? So this is a great story. So let me tell you about Marissa. This is a great story. It started in May, right, when you got a random guy in New York overheard some mm-hmm. people talking about ditching their friend. Mar- well, you explain. You're here. Tell us what happened. Yeah, basically this guy, his name was Drew, and he overheard these two girls basically talking poorly about their friend Marissa and he chose to he was just gonna tweet it and then he was like you know what let me just make it into a TikTok he had like 30 followers and he posted the TikTok and it instantly started getting like hundreds of thousands of thousands of views and now between him and my videos combined I think it's about 30 40 million views now but who who is he talking about he was talking about these two girls, and basically he said, you know, if your name's Marissa and you live in New York City, these two girls were trying to plan a party with you, uh, without you, basically on a weekend that I wasn't in town so that they wouldn't have to invite me. Okay, let me play back the TikTok that the world is taken aback by. I hate to be the one to stick my nose where it doesn't belong, but if your name's Marissa, please listen up. I just walked by your friends, and I need to tell you that the weekend you're away is not the only time that they could do their birthday party. They are choosing to do it the weekend you're away, and you need to know. TikTok, help me find Marissa. So, Marissa, you're the Marissa that's the victim of this. Yes, yes, I am. (laughs) And who is that that wonderful civilian that put this into the world? Yeah, basically, we, we, we... I messaged him. I saw the video after it's been viewed, I don't know, millions of times. And I finally found it about five hours later after he posted it. And I messaged him. We got in contact and we actually met up the next day and hung out and talked about it. We made some videos and stuff and people were shocked that we met each other so quickly. And uh, yeah, he's awesome. His name is Drew and he's he's awesome. Well, he's a great who guy. Who are these people that were posing as your friends and have you addressed exactly. it with them? Like, who are these losers? Yeah, they actually have never spoken to me since the video was posted. Um, they didn't even they didn't even apologize. They didn't even address it. No one's like anything. I know they've seen it. I've heard around the block that they've seen it, but they've never even said anything to me at all. All right. So at Marissa Mize on TikTok, you got to see it now, Marissa. Here's the good news in all of it. They weren't your friends. They're done. Edit gone. Cutting room floor. Now you've also turned 100%. this into a great movement called No More Lonely Friends. Tell me about that. Yeah, so basically after the video went viral, I was receiving messages from people all around the world basically saying like, hey, you know, forget your old friends. Let's be friends. Let's meet up. Let's hang out. And so I decided to just do a kind of a a group hangout in Central Park in New York City. And I called it No More Lonely Friends. And the first meetup I ever had. Yeah, the first meetup I ever had was in June, and about 200 people showed up about two weeks after the video went viral. Then I started posting videos about them, and everyone was like, come to my city. So then I kind of went on my own 
self-funded world tour, I guess, and I pay for all of it and everything. And I go to, I travel around the world to different cities to host these meetups for people to make friends in their own city. And when, when's the LA meetup, next LA meetup? Um, it's going to be in the middle of November. Okay. You've made me happy. So cute. <laughs> because on TikTok, I do, I laugh. People are funnier. So funny. Like there's so much humor on TikTok. And there's yeah, so much yeah. goodness. And this has made me happy that you're doing that. And I'm also like those other friends that were wasting your time. It's good news, good news, good news, all of this. So Marissa, check her out on yeah. TikTok. Thank you for coming on. And we may meet up at your meetup. We don't know, but we may. Hey, if you guys show up, that'll make my day. I appreciate you guys, I appreciate you guys so much. Really do. You take good care. Bye. Bye. You too. I think... That happens more often than we really know with people around us. They talk. They, I, I just know it. Like, I know how many people come up to me and talk about y'all. And it's like, what? They're Wait, crazy. what? I know that that happens. Like, people talk. It's a very strange, how, right? They just say things that are not. It's like, why? Why even say it, right? The gossip. Why? About, about us? Yeah. Why, right? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Yeah, hold on. We're going to that. Listen, TikTok, you got to see it. Yeah. We've been saying we're going to do it. We're going to do it now. It is our hands full with Michael segment. It's our weekly check-in with Sissini and Michael. Sissini's baby, Savea. Michael's baby, Savea. Nine weeks old. Sissini is researching freezers, Crazy. apparently, because their, your freezer, Michael, is full. What's going on? And good to see you. Good morning. Good to see you. Great flannel game, by the way, Ryan. I think you had a good one last time, too. Um, but, yeah, freezers. Flannel, flannel, flannel. Yes. Flannel, yes. Flannel. I thought you said <laughs> finals game. I'm like, did I play in too. something? Me too. Great like, finals what? game. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I'm rocking flannel. Now, I know you have a meeting, so we'll get to it. But what's going on with the freezer? Oh, no, I, I appreciate it. No, the freezer is full. I have We have more breast milk. I, did you see the picture? I, I'm looking at it You're going to have to All see right, this picture. On. There's more milk than food. In is the that freezer. milk? I thought those were tortilla bags. <laughs> those, is that, well, I have a no. small picture. <laughs> no, that's milk. That's milk. And, you know, Sissy's getting ready to come back to work. So Are you running a daycare center? Is this, this is, you need all this milk? I mean, I think it's, it's to kind of then, you know, wean off and then eventually just use the milk supply and then. Do you need an yeah, auxiliary freezer, though? I think you need another freezer. Well, yeah, I, I think that's exactly this why. Is not- yeah, I don't and, know my ice cream and my wife's. Yeah, we need to be in the same shelf. Yeah, so so that's been interesting. Um, your packaging is lovely though. Labeling and packaging system is very organized. Yeah, very organized. Did California you know, closets do this? They definitely sent us a model that we uh, <laughs> that we used. <laughs> you um, know, it's funny when we had the twins. I mean, we were so we were we were logging their poops and peas in their bottles every 10, 20 minutes for the first yeah. two months. And then what are we doing? But, uh, yeah, really great filing system. It's chronological. At least it started that way. Um, so there's dates. Well, I listen, I'm telling you, Michael, and you and I are going to sit and we're going to have our beer at some point because yeah. when it's time, I want to be when it's time. If I'm going to become a dad, I want to be a dad girl. Oh, girl, girl dad. dad. That too. because i feel like that i would i don't know i just something about what i think now who knows what but that's 
but you'll have all the good notes. You'll know how to handle this because you got a couple of them. Being a girl dad is so special. So I think to my friends that have uh, daughters, there's definitely a, a special bond there. Um, so I, 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 uh, I get what you're saying. There. All right. Well, quickly, I, we have to run. You have to run. You've, he's the man is working now. Sisney, how is she doing? Tell her we miss her. Give us 30 seconds of Sisney. Uh, well, so Sisney, she's doing great. I, I think she can't wait to come back. And, uh, you know, like I said, so, so just trying to make sure we've got the milk supply. Savea's ready to go. Yeah. She's kind of doing her workouts. She's, you know, whatever radio talent uses to keep your muscles, your rate, your voice muscles ready to go. I don't know what you guys do. Drink we your throat voice. coat. We have there voice muscle exercises. I, right. Don't, red <laughs> leather, yellow shit. leather. Is that acting? What? What does she do? She does exercises? I was just joking. You know how I stretch my mouth before I Red used to come leather, on? Red leather, yellow leather. Oh, that's hard to say. No wonder you do that. Red leather, yeah. yellow leather. I got it. I've never done that, but I'm going to start doing that now before live shows. Yeah, there you go. Whatever it is, I'm sure she's doing it. But no, she's great, and she, she misses you guys. And, and you know, this has been very special for me. I feel like made a little family out of this, and... I'm going to miss you guys. Oh, you don't have updates. to go. We're not divorcing you. <laughs> yeah. She's just going to do more segments than you. That's all. You can still come in and do a red leather, yellow leather segment at some point. I'm not I worried. appreciate it. Uh, okay. Well, right. then, then I Get to it. Michael, thank you. Uh, big hugs, and we'll see you soon, okay? Be well. All right. We'll see, see you, buddy. Bye. Thanks again. Bye. Hands full with Michael. Michael. Now, something tells me that Michael would be fine if she took a few extra weeks. Not coming back to that microphone. I feel like he's getting very comfortable in this swivel chair. He likes it. Right? It's cute. He does. It is. He is very. He's adorable. I almost. You know what I was thinking? Just you putting on my programming hat here at Kiss FM. I was thinking we should give him two hours on a weekend to do a shift. The guy would shine. You know. Or a podcast. But how about a, 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 we play the hits show for two hours? You know. Mm. I think he likes the vibe. I think he likes being part of the fam. I don't know if he'd want his own show. Wow. Look at you shutting him out of opportunity. Did you see that, Pat? Very territorial on the two-hour shifts there, Tanya. What? Are you, are you, are you so pitching another one? Wow. Okay, bad ideas everywhere here. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Adriana's with us. Adriana in San Diego, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very interested. So you just got out of a relationship. You met a good guy, but you don't want to date him. Yes, that's exactly it. Like I got out of like a two and a half year relationship. And like after like a month of like being single, found this guy. And I just don't know what to do because like I want to date around a little bit. Okay. So um, this is tricky. How long, when were you out of it? Two and a half years, but when did you get out? Of the relationship? I got out of the relationship in like mid-August. So you want to put this guy on hold. You want to put him on ice basically and come back to it if nothing else works out. Yeah, like a wait list kind of thing. Did you hear the universe speak? Did I? I heard a computer. I felt weird saying that. That was the, well, when you said it, Microsoft heard you. Mm -hmm. Somebody did. Uh, okay, uh, here is the thing. I do don't react yet, Patting Tanya. I think <laughs> you need to date around a little bit before you lock it down again because it sounds like that's what you need. I don't know why you broke up, but it sounds like you need to do that. And if you don't do that, that mm-hmm. might become an issue with the new guy that's on ice. 
Now, will the guy be there? Mm-hmm. Nice may melt. I don't know if the guy's going to hang out or wait around, but there is a way to play it. Tanya Teller. <laughs> how to play the game? <laughs> I'm the worst at playing the game. I'm the worst at it. But I also think, too, I think sometimes you want something in life. You want to date around. You want to, you know, live your life and you want to, you know, do all the things. But you know what? When we make plans, God laughs because this might be your future forever and i feel like you should explore it instead of just putting him on ice no that's totally wrong (laughs) why i just told you she needs to have a minute to enjoy and not have the pressure of something says what rule book she does she's saying that she wants to play she just told us she wants to play the field for a minute but she likes this guy that's what she's saying but her heart is saying something else because she keeps dating this guy and she's calling us saying I really like this guy and I'm dating him but I don't want to date him. No, she's not saying that. She's saying how I know what I want to do. I want to put him on ice. How do I keep him on ice? That's what you're asking, isn't it? Yeah, that's That's pretty Tanya, much it. I understand dating. <laughs> okay? Like have you not seen my dating 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 TikToks? <laughs> I date. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just uh, think putting somebody sucks. on ice is not going to work. It just doesn't work. Okay, uh, Adriana, look, you can't put anyone on ice. No, I here's I, this is the final thought here. We got to roll. Anyone can chime in on this, but I mm-hmm. think enjoy yourself. Don't put pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. You want to hang out with this guy loosely. Hang out with this guy loosely. As time goes mm-hmm. by, he's either there or he's not. And if he's not, it wasn't the right thing anyway. I, I don't want you to for, I don't want you to strategize. I don't want you to figure out how to keep my eyes. I think you just go with the flow for the moment and see where the wind takes you and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You've been in a relationship. You've been committed. Let's let's let the wind blow. Let's let the wind blow. Okay. I like that. Yeah, that was good. That. Thank you so much for your advice. I appreciate it. it like immensely. Latanya, you hate it because you're in basically almost married now. No, I hate go with the flow. <laughs> if, if one more person tells me to go with the flow, oh. Well, you're not dating. <laughs> no one's going to say anything to you. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We have been qualifying you to get your vacation bills paid for. And I'm going to take care of a grand prize winner right now. Adriana, good morning. How are you doing? Oh, my God, Ryan. I am doing amazing. How about yourself? Super good. I have really amazing news for you. You are getting your next vacation bills paid for. Congratulations. No freaking way, Ryan. Woo! (laughs) I'm literally going to cry. You guys don't understand. That's uh, we want to understand. Tell us, tell us, tell us. Oh my god, I'm so happy! Oh my god, I'm so happy, you guys. I have been trying for like weeks. You guys don't understand how hard I've been trying for this. Well, that motion has created this emotion and has manifested a free trip. Where are you gonna go? I'm going to Cancun, man. What's up? That's fun. That has literally been on my bucket list like forever. I've never been on an airplane, you guys. So, oh my god, that is fun. All right, well, listen, we uh, are thrilled to be able to do this. We're going to take care of it. We are going to set you up. You decide when you want to go, where you want to go, all that. And thank you, Adriana, very much for listening to Kiss FM. 
Oh, my God. No, thank you, guys. I literally listen to you guys every single day, starting at 5 o'clock in the morning. Woohoo! Wow. We love it. Oh, All my right. God. And I swear, this is, Ryan, I literally, I, do, I know you ha- you don't have a lot of time, but literally, in 2011, you had a giveaway for the Kanye West and Jay-Z Watch the Throne concert, and I literally won that thing, too, with wait, you. Wait, oh. wait, wait. I want to go back. 2011. Where was 2011, it? 2011. It was 2011 for Watch the Throne, um, um, the Watch the Throne album for Jay-Z yeah, and yeah, Kanye yeah. West. yeah. I won that giveaway. I won front row seats to their concert. Wow. By the way, amazing. Wow. And then I won um, a free two free stays at the MGM. I had dinner. Everything was on you guys. Literally, it was amazing. Wow. So proof right there that we actually do give these things away. Oh, you don't no, just hear sure. about it. For sure. For well, sure. Adriana, it's nice to know that you win something great every 10 years. So I'll talk to you in 2031 <laughs> for the right. next one. And, uh, yeah, thank you. And I'm so happy to reconnect. You take care and enjoy your trip, okay? Awesome. Thank you guys so much. You guys have a good day. Love you guys all. Love you. Hang on one sec. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest with you. Oh, I got to tell you, foot in mouth. So before we get to the training report, my buddy Kurt, he was he got married. I was his best man. Loved it. What an honor. But he didn't get really a chance to have his friends celebrate. So a couple of days ago, everyone who had their vaccinations got together for the wedding, essentially the reception. Did he get married in the pandemic? Yeah. Ah, okay. At the end of it. And his wife's birthday, and so everybody gets together, and he says, oh, you're not going to believe who's doing the catering. You know, he knows I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, who? Because that's what I want to know about. What are we eating? Right. He says, Evan Funk. I said, what? You got Evan Funk to make the food, the pasta for this? That's incredible, bro. Do you know how big that is? Mm-hmm. Now, Evan Funk. Look up Funk, F-U-N-K-E. There's an Amazon Prime documentary on this guy. Worked in restaurants in L.A., gets bummed out by it, goes to Italy to master pasta, now can make all kinds of ornate shapes of pasta like a legend, opens a restaurant that Harvey Levin told us about called Felix. What's Harvey his first Th- name? Evan, E-V-A-N. Harvey says it's the greatest pasta. You can't get in the place. I've never been. Oh. It's on Abbott Kinney down in Venice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, what? Felix. Have you been? I have been. I've, oh. is, is the pasta kitchen in the middle of the restaurant? Like the glass? Um, Honestly, I don't know. I sat outside. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, maybe, I don't know for COVID, maybe it's changed. But anyway, famous place. Can't get in. Uh-huh. Packed. So I'm like, this is exciting. So I tell the group of friends that I'm carpooling with, you're not going to believe it. Let's get there early so we can meet Evan Funk. This guy's a legend. And I'm desperate to try his pasta so we get there and he walks up to us and i'm nervous because you know meeting a chef to me is like meeting a movie star so i'm nervous so i say to all my friends oh my gosh this is the guy i was telling you about i turn to him and i say i'm such a big fan i watch your documentary i studied the scenes of you making the pasta this is crazy and i say guys this is alan funk Alan is like the greatest pasta maker in town, and he's famous. He's got a documentary called Alan Funk. His name's Evan. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out when I walk away, someone said, I think you called him the wrong name, and he was so polite not to correct me. And I said, no, Alan Funk. 
They said no. Mm-hmm. Alan Funk is from an old TV show. He hosted Candid Camera like 30 years ago. And you got confused oh, in the moment of panic oh. and you called him the wrong name. But the guy was so polite he didn't correct me. So now I feel terrible. Now what do I do? Do I apologize here? Do I call him? Do just I act right like now. it didn't happen? Nobody really likes phone calls. Maybe just send him a text. Love him a text. Well, hold on. It's a radio show. You can't hear the text, can you? Uh, Yeah, if you just read it to us. Let me see. What if he... Oh, this is like... I'm real, you have his a, number? What if he's upset with me for calling yeah, I've never used You should have led with your, your food injury. The guy's like a man. Like, he's like really look, good. I cut my finger. I have this Band-Aid because of my first cooking class. He's not going to answer. That's a big story. Yeah, the CIA. He's not going to recognize my number. See? I'll text him. Thank, thank you. Oh, and it was Alan Funt, by the way, the host of Candid Camera, but I confused it all. So it's not even close. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. The right. worst. No. You've reached Evan Funk. Oh, my oh. gosh. That's him. Oh. All right. I know I can leave a voicemail. No one does that anymore. Yeah. Nobody does. Yeah. Tanya with a trending report. Tanya, what do you have? Petty or poetic. That's the name of the game when it comes to deleting pictures on Instagram. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, well, I know we've talked about this before, but I know where Ryan stands on being friends with your exes. La, la, la. It's all perfect. Stay friends with your exes. Judger, judger, judger. I'm asking this question because Lala Kent, so she's from Vanderpump Rules. She deleted all the pictures of Randall off her Instagram, and then news quickly broke that she called off her engagement because allegedly he had cheated on her. But it got me thinking about the concept of deleting pictures. Do you guys believe that it is petty or poetic? Uh, Patty? I don't even post any pictures. So I wouldn't even be deleting anything. Yeah, me either. I think that's poetic that I don't post anything. (laughs) I think it's petty. I knew you were going to think it's petty. No, not you, Patty, but what Tanya's asking us. I think it's petty. Because I think that if somebody does you dirty like that, I think it's kind of poetic if you ask me because you it's just you delete, delete, delete. It's time to start a new clean slate, fresh slate. That way it's not a reminder. It's off her page. And then when she does get back out in the dating world, she just has a fresh start. I changed my mind. I think you're right. It's poetic. Can we get that on tape? I changed my mind. I think I like you're thinking on it. Yeah. I think you're right is what I like to hear. Well, I think you are. Thank you. <laughs> Savor it. Shakespearean. <laughs> Sally, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. Super good. So what can we do for you? So this is what's happening. So I have um, a group of friends. There's about 18 of us. We've all been really good friends um, since high school, a little bit before then. Um, And it seems like just about all of them are getting married this year. There have been so many weddings in this group, which has been great. Um, But this weekend, um, two of them are getting married to each other, um, which is also great. And there's this like little dilemma in my group. We're all unsure, like, there is a friend that thinks that we should be giving them double the gift um, because we're friends with both of them. Um, but the rest of us kind of think that 
it should be the same because it goes to both of them. And we have quite a few weddings um, this year within the group anyway. Um, So just wondering what you guys think. If two of your friends are getting married, do you have to get them two gifts? Really is what you're asking? Or like double the price. Yeah, or like double the price. Right, like bigger than what we normally would do. Mm-hmm. Since we're friends, we're good friends with both the bride and the groom. I don't think so. I think you do what you would do. Right? Do you have to double it up? Am I missing that? Yeah, well, because normally, like, let's say you go to a wedding, you normally are friends with the bride or you're friends with the groom, and you send you mm-hmm. send a gift for their wedding. But if it's two of your best friends... But wait, every gift I have sent, and I avoid weddings, so I can't say I go to all, a lot of them, but the ones I've been to, I've gotten them a gift for both of them that they both yeah. can use. All right, yeah. so haven't I killed two burns with one stone? No. But this is not complicated. Why don't you get a gift they can both use? She means up the price. So, like, let's say no. you want to buy them a set on their registry. But, they got really nice but, knives. But they Maybe have you what get they knives have. and no. a set of plates. Well, then, all right, take the registry, close your eyes, hit the middle, and get something from the middle. I mean, I'm one of the people that thinks it's any gift is a gift for both the bride and the groom just because I... we're friends with them, you know. No, I don't think doesn't... that we shop it, but it's been like an no. internal debate. No, I, I think you actually you're right. You just get them what you would get them. Don't worry about the value of it because you're best friends and get them knives or get them a fondue set. Fondue sets are great. Do you have a that is that on there? If that's not on their list, add it and say you're going to thank me later. And it's for everybody. <laughs> it's not that expensive. <laughs> All right. And you and oh, oh, oh. you get them. Uh, you get them forks, fondue forks that go with them and you get them a set of forks for each of them. And a set of forks for each kid they're going to have. So you get them like eight forks. (laughs) There you go. That sounds like that's problem solved. Thoughtfulness is priceless. Thanks, Kate. I don't know about that. What what could you possibly not know? You're going to get that for your wedding, so get ready. if (laughs) If a fondue set is like universally beloved. Have you ever experienced fondue with the family? If you haven't, it is a blast. It's like the new telestrations. Oh, wow. <laughs> Everybody has fun and laughs. It's fun for the whole family. Fun for the whole family. It's like the it's like the culinary version of telestrations, okay? Yeah. We're back in 60 seconds. Sean Mendez takes hang on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. It's Seacrest. It's Patty's Tanya. Are we do we have the legendary Gloria Stefan. I think we do. Now, let me just set this up for you. So Gloria Stefan and the Stefans, right, they're doing an iHeartRadio podcast called Red Table Talk. Now, Red Table Talk, isn't that the franchise that Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith did or do? Yeah. yeah. Jada and her, it? to my knowledge, I don't know if there's they do. Yes, yeah, so It's episodes. been confirmed. Okay. Now, that's where they talk about everything at the table. Uh-huh. And the yeah. family. I mean, real stuff. That I got Willow. like ten, 10 years ago, you would not hear those kind of conversations, I don't think, from them. I mean, times have really evolved and changed. And so Gloria and now her family, they're going to do this on a podcast. Let me grab her. 
And just so you know, I don't want to brag, Tanya and Patty, but I've known Gloria for a long time. We go way back. Gloria, good morning. You're excited. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? I Well, first of all, it's so great. I'm doing well, and it's so great to hear your voice. I have so many fond memories of our times over the years, and I'm excited to just rekindle with you. Yes, indeed. Oh, my gosh. We go way back. All good stuff, which is wonderful. Well, yeah, really, it's amazing how fast time goes and how busy you are still, man, I, Mr. Man. I, I, I love being busy. And I'm also thinking, like, could I ever sit at the red table and do what you're about to do with your family? Uh, they are. Well, what, tell me what it is that, that made the Estefans decide to do this and tell all. Well, first of all, we don't tell all because I think there are some things that really should remain private, you know, um, especially with Emilio's and my relationship because, you know, uh, there's one episode this season where we talk to, we uh, celebrate long-lasting relationships and whatnot. So, yeah, we share a lot that people have not heard and a lot of really, you know, deep things that um, if my mom were still alive, I would not be doing that's the first thing i could tell you wow because yeah. uh yeah exactly but i told my niece when when um westbrook and jada invited us to do the show we met in la and she says we really want you emily and lily to do this show i thought you know what it's a perfect time in my life i really am ready to share a lot of my experiences because we've been so lucky to be successful and and I want people to connect with us on a more human level and realize that we're all just, you know, people trying to figure it out and and living life the, the best way we can. And hopefully they will feel less alone by knowing the, some of the things that we've gone through that they may not know, they may not have known about before. But what uh, Jada did with this groundbreaking show is create this space to be able to have these conversations. And we wanted to take it. Uh, to the red table with our family and with the Latin community that even though the show is in English, it does focus on a, on a very big part of uh, the U S audience, which is Hispanics that are bilingual and, Mm -hmm. and speak English, but still have our cultures very strong in us and worldwide, the fans that have followed me through so many years. So it was exciting for me. I'm a communicator. I studied psychology, so I was going to be a doctor and this, is right up my alley. Well, listen, I mean, uh, with that sort of background and that sort of brain, to be your daughter must be an experience. A good one, but must be an experience. I mean, <laughs> Emily and your niece, right? Lily, they're going to have – you yes. guys, from what I understand, it's relationships, it's sexuality, it's loss, it's living. Is there – Gloria, is there anything that you can imagine you don't know about your daughter? Oh, I know more now of what I don't know about my daughter than I knew before (laughs) the show in this time in our lives, really, because she, you know, she grew up around, you know, you saw her at the various shows that we did together. Yeah. It was a very natural thing for her. And I really did think that I knew what was going on in her little brain this whole time. And it turns out that, hello, jokes on me. We sometimes, no matter how close we feel to someone, unless we really do have those conversations. A lot of things are assumed both on, you know, family side and on our own side of what we think we know somebody or we think we know how they're feeling. And that's not the case. I think that Gammy, um, Willow and, and Jada have really shown that to be the case as well. And that's what the bottom line is, is a multi-generational conversation about really, you know, tough subjects that rarely get 
talked about, especially in today's world, it's so fast and yeah. so focused on sound bites and things being faster and shorter. I'm curious on a broader level, Gloria. Gloria Stefan is with us, and you look at Will and Jada, for example. I mean, they were a very private couple for a long, long time. There was a barrier, a wall to understanding a lot of what we learned on Red Table Talk. What's changed? Because, you know, you also uh, were, were, have been very, very private about things. I know you will be about some things, but this is more open than years past. What's changed? Well, I'm older, number one. Um, my career and a lot of the things that I've been blessed to be able to do, even though I'm still doing them, I'm busy as hell like you. But um, there's a different perspective when you reach my age. I, you know, we've, I really do want to share and communicate beyond my music and my songs. All right. Yeah. I want there to be a deeper conversation because I have had the blessing of having so many fans. And by the way, I do this all the time on DMs with some of my most you know, uh, my longest fans that have been with me for decades since they were teenagers, they reach wow. out to me wow. and literally ask me for advice or share something difficult that's going. So this is something that I was already doing yeah. on a smaller level and which is my favorite reason for social media, to tell you the truth, mm -hmm. to be able to really connect one-on-one -on -one where no one is between me and what I'm putting out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought this show was a great opportunity. I can't see us having been able to have I mean, you tell me what other show that you've ever seen that really has this kind of thing happening. It's very unique and rare. So when I got that opportunity, I couldn't pass it up. Well, I, I, for my I, I daughter, it. it was the opposite. You know, my daughter is young and she's very much out there. And our, this generation, our younger uh, kids, they really want to be honest and live their best life and live their most honest and open life. And Lily, my niece, has been on TV for 30 years, but her show has been an entertainment show and she's most of the time talking about other people and the gossip that gets in the news. So it's a very unique perspective on her as well. So the fans have been really loving it and I'm glad for that. This is like, I mean, you know, the Estefans are royalty. I mean, this is like oh Buckingham God. Palace going to the red table. You know what I mean? That's a big deal. Oh my That's a gosh. Big deal. You know, you, well, you know, I, you know, you I, that, but I do. It's so much adore you and respect you and your family and all of the the wonderful things that you have contributed to um, not not just through your music but all of the good things you do the Estefans do so thank you we look forward to seeing this hearing this uh, on uh, wherever we each podcast I heard radio hey, on Cultura. we're on yeah we're yeah, uh, on the on network Cultura. yes I'm, I'm I love it because people you know a lot of people you know what's funny I was thinking the other day we're back to the radio days. I know. I've you know? been here the whole time, Gloria. We have been here the whole time. We knew it would make a comeback. No, I know, but I'm talking about even like the way people are really digging podcasts and yeah. things yeah. because they can do them in moments and listen in moments where, you know, watching might not be available. But it, it, it has a different kind of intimacy, I think, because people can imagine things a certain way. Well, I, I and, mean, also, know, we're yeah. playing vinyl. We're playing like this on vinyl now again. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, I like to hear the snaps of the record. Well, there was, there's a nostalgia about it. There's a feeling, an analog, you know, even though probably now the new vinyls are just digital, but put in analog form. But there was something about the ritual of laying a needle on a on a record and a pouring through, a, looking at a giant cover and reading every credit. I mean, I, that was part of listening to music for me, you know, and it's a beautiful thing. And my wow. grandson loves vinyl now, so it's awesome. 
It's coming back. Well, listen, it's great to catch up with you. You take good care. Say hello to the family, and we'll be listening. Thank you, Gloria Stefan. Will do, Ryan. Thank you okay. very much. Bye-bye. That's, you want to sit with Gloria and just ask questions about life. I didn't she know you guys were got, such good friends. Yes, yeah, she carries real wisdom. Over the years, mm-hmm. you just, you identify those people who are real people who are, who, who genuinely care. Like, they, she doesn't say, so, you know, it's, it's so nice to see you just because she says it. She really, like, wants to know, how are you? What's been going on? Where are you living? What, who are you seeing? You know, all that stuff. Oh. So I answer three out of four. Seeing? I answer three out of four. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.